0: I solemnly swear that I'm up to no good.
1: Are you Tony Stank? Don't get technical with me. She needs to sort out her priorities. That's no moon. I can do this all day. Yeah, I know. So, who talks first? You talk first. I talk first.
0: Welcome to the A Plus Z Movie Review Podcast.
1: I'm the A that stands for Alex.
0: And I'm the Z that stands for Zach. And tonight, we stayed home.
1: I am liking this format. Event movie watching at home.
0: (laughs) We saw... After
1: two movies back-to-back that were both three hours long.
0: (laughs) Yes, I was very happy to take in a normal length movie. On Um, my own couch. Yes. We watched... uh, Glass Onion, a Knives Out Mystery, the sequel to the original Knives Out. Mm-hmm. Uh, written and directed by Ryan Johnson, starring Daniel Craig as Benoit Blanc, the world's greatest detective, one more time, with a wild cast of characters. Um, and before we get into what we thought, real quick. Follow us on our social medias where you can see all these reviews our or quick thoughts. And what is that social media, Alex?
1: A.Z underscore movie review. We should already have the Knives Out. One, no, sorry. Excuse me. The Glass Onion one yes. posted. That the is, Knives Out one should be on there already. That is but the Instagram handle. The, the Glass Onion review will be up. You can also follow us on Twitter at A underscore Z underscore movie review.
0: And there you will find our reviews. So, Alex, we saw, we saw the original Knives Out in mm-hmm. a theater mm-hmm. back in the day. Uh, and that was a
1: studio-produced yes, movie.
0: Yes, Neither of us liked it very much. No. The original. You know uh, who's to blame? Mm.
1: Anna DeArmit.
0: <laughs> Probably, to a degree. <laughs> uh and you know, neither of us have been big fans of Ryan Johnson overall i I thought Looper was cool., uh, last Jedi has its own can of worms that we don't <laughs> need to get into right now. I've grown warmer to half of that movie as time's gone on, but I still don't like not half of it. not
1: the time and place for that one. no,
0: not at all. Um so then we were like,, you know is are we just hating on Ryan Johnson because of the Last Jedi? Is it so we go see Knives Out and we don't like it? It's like, man, do we just not like Ryan Johnson movies? So we see Ryan Johnson here in the first of his Netflix sequels for uh, for Knives Out, which supposedly I guess there's three, uh, mm. le- uh, at least a deal for three. But this first one, Glass Onion, Alex, what'd you think?
1: I gave it what is. Probably going to be a controversial sideways thumb. Mm. Uh, My blurb being nice to look at, interesting presentation of an ultimately basic mystery. Mm. Some, you know, fancy, tropey plot twists that I just didn't care for.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I actually like this. I liked it more than, than the first one by a good margin. Um, I thought Daniel Craig was... I, I tolerated him more here than I did the first time. because, Well, here. My my blurb was, I enjoyed it more than the original Knives Out. More colorful characters and a dynamite Dangle Craig pull off the twisty mystery. Um, I think Dangle Craig's Benoit Blanc went down better for me here. I thought he was... Extremely entertaining. I thought Daniel Craig was awesome, uh, taking this on. And I think, but I think the thing that put this over for me compared to the first one was the cast of the mystery. Uh, one one being that Benoit Blanc was a little bit more actively involved and not just a guy kind of snooping around a, a shitty family. <laughs> and the the I I don't know. I liked. Kate Hudson, uh, Leslie Odom Jr., um, Dave Bautista, Catherine Hahn. Uh, and then you also get a little side notes of uh, Jessica Henwick. Uh, Edward Norton is, is the, the leader of this group of friends. And then. Um,
1: What's her name?
0: I don't know. You know her. <laughs> I do. Na- I, 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 I don't know who she is.
1: Her name is Madeline Klein. Oh, she's
0: from your Outer Banks. Known from Outer Banks. That's where she looked familiar from. Okay. I enjoyed the the cast better. I thought it was a more colorful, more energetic group than the um I don't even know the family name, but the the Chris Evans, uh Jamie Lee Curtis, edition of the the first movie.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I I can slightly agree with that. I liked this group of friends and that dynamic a little better than a family with these weird kind of couplings of like just whoever was who some were major players, some were not, but this time around, it seemed like everybody had some stakes involved in the mysteries. Yeah. I
0: again, since it is a mystery movie, it's hard to get into the plot without, Spoiler, so I don't think this non-spoiler part will be that long. Um, but the the easy setup is uh, Edward Norton plays a Elon Musk type, uh, you know, the eccentric billionaire with his hand in so many different things. Uh, he has this group of friends that he calls the Disruptors. He sends them this mystery box to invite them to this murder mystery party where... Someone will he, they're going to investigate his murder on the on this private Greek island and all that sort of stuff. But things go awry when Benoit Blanc is invited into the mix. And is he supposed to be there? Is he all part of the game? What is afoot? Mystery and twists <laughs> ensue. Uh, oh, the other big member of the cast, we forgot Janelle Monet. Yes, is is in is in the <laughs> movie as well. She's nominated, I, I believe. For uh, maybe she's not. I know people were thinking of her for a supporting actress uh, role. It's, I you know, thought
1: everybody was very good. Yeah. I I don't know if anyone really blew me away in terms of like talking nominations.
0: It has two nominations at the Globes: um, best motion picture musical or comedy, and then best actor motion picture musical or comedy for Daniel Craig.
1: Hmm. Interesting. I like this character that he's playing. Mm -hmm. I actually think I liked the first one better and thought he was actually more integral to what was going on. I don't think he really did a lot here in terms of investigating. He kind of just was told things (laughs) and maybe connected dots.
0: Yeah. But sure, sure. but I think I think that's his
1: there's not a lot of detectiving in there in that way. But I don't know, just my opinion.
0: Um did you like this better than the first one? Or is it a little bit? A little bit more?
1: Yeah. I really wanted to like the first one, so I think this was a thing of like the first one, my expectations were like super high so it didn't come anywhere close. So now going into this one, I was like, okay, let's just keep an open mind, kind of just lower that bar a little bit. So it wasn't as like big of a gap, if that makes sense.
0: Sure. Yeah. Maybe. And I thought about that too, When I was uh, enjoying it more. I mean, you heard me, I was laughing. Like I was actually Mm -hmm. very much enjoying this movie for, for a lot of it. And I do wonder if it is the difference between watching it in the theater and, and having to like sit there with it or being able to sit at home and sort of just like pause when we, when the pizza arrived or whatever, you know, like, and I also, I I still wonder if there's a bit of the last Jedi that colored my (laughs) first viewing of knives out. Um, I like, I would be interested to go back and watch it now having seen glass onion. And seeing, like, okay, was I just a jaded fool? Did I miss something here? Because the other thing with all these, both of these movies, and, and yeah. okay, I'm going to stop bringing up The Last Jedi. The thing with the, the, these two movies, people, critics, and fans have loved the, the, these two Knives Out movies. Um, and this one's getting a lot of praise. Like, the original Knives Out was uh, nominated for adapted, for uh, original screenplay this people are saying will probably be nominated for adapted screenplay because it's a sequel. So it's based on existing mm. characters. So it will be adapted instead of original, uh, at the Oscars I'm saying. And I could see that. I think, I think it's very well plotted. I do think like with a good mystery, you have to have all these things kind of loop back together in a, in a perfect yeah, circle. Like,
1: well, that's what I said. It's a good presentation. It's an interesting, you know, not straight line story to get from point A to point Z, but ultimately, like there's nothing exciting or interesting about like who the killer is or their motive.
0: See, I thought that about the original knives out more than I did this one. because I, I, I did remember that being like, oh, okay,
1: but this one this one is so basic, like I ruled out the killer for the longest time because I was like, that's too obvious.
0: Mm-hmm. And but then it
1: turns out that's exactly what it was. Yeah. So that's like really underwhelming to me.
0: Yeah, I think they do make a point of pointing that out. At yeah. the big reveal.
1: But that's, that's boring to me.
0: I, I don't know. I, I The thing that I remember I saying I don't like
1: sitting there for two hours and then being told, yep, you were right. There's no secret to that. It's just like, yep, yeah, you should have assumed that. That's wanna, not fun or twisty. That's just like, but I don't know. if
0: I don't know. I, I guess I just don't agree with that. On its like, if if you solve the mystery early on, that doesn't mean it's a bad mystery. It just means you solved it quicker than other people would. No. No. I don't know. I just I just remember the first Knives Out.
1: I would just expect it to be more creative.
0: I just remember the first Knives Out. I wasn't hooked by anything. Like, I was waiting for this mystery. Like, I like a good thriller mystery thing of like, okay, yeah, let's follow the clues. Hmm, what's this? What's that? And was just, just like, I just don't find this interesting. Like, yeah. I, I don't care and I don't want to know. Yeah. And when I do find out, like, okay.
1: I think that's kind of how I felt with this one. Interesting. I mean, this one had 100 percent less Chris Evans in it, so I mean that could be a factor as well.
0: Yes, less cable knit sweaters all around.
1: Cable knit sweater is not required.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, I don't know. I, I just think, I just think there there was a lot here. And all right, we're we're gonna we'll 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 cut here to go to the next part because we're we're I could just I, I know that I'm ready to just like dive into this and because it's <laughs> we're we're not getting a whole lot of distance by talking vaguely about it so um you gave it a mid-thumb would you recommend people take the time to sit down at home and watch it yeah yeah Yeah. i i think so too like i think i think there's something here and i really do think this the more that that we get to work with or daniel craig gets to work with this character of benoit blanc i think this is a great setup like it's sort of like um they're sort of trying to do that with, like, Murder on the Orient Express yes. and um, uh, Death on the Nile mm-hmm. with Kenneth Branagh as the, the what is his name, uh, Inspector Poirot or Poirot
1: Poirot
0: Poirot. We haven't seen either of those. I no, just, I
1: saw Murder on the Orient Express. Okay. It was fine, I but guess. See, I can't are, tell you anything about it. It was, like, visually stunning. Those are
0: based on classic stories, yeah. that, so it's kind of a remix, whereas this is new, and I, I am... I just, what I'm trying to get at is I'm excited to see them maybe morph th- with this character more, more for this format more. And just, I think this is something that you can have a lot of fun with. And some people like, I I think you, anybody can have fun with this and maybe, maybe it's just not for you. I don't know. I enjoyed I, this one more than the first. one. I I'm willing to give it have, another shot.
1: You can probably have more fun than what they're dishing out. Well, it's we, a, It's a pretty package. The packaging is pretty. It looks very nice, but ultimately it's basic.
0: All right, let's dive into this. We'll get to the, again, if you do not want to be spoiled for this movie because it's a mystery, just pause, come back. We will still be here uh, to discuss the plot details and the twists of Last Onion. Any questions? Uh, wait, what are we with?
1: I what do you mean what do you what do you, what do you want? No, no, nothing. I just I I
0: just thought maybe there was a prize or something. I, I an iPad or I... Okay. Again, spoilers for the mystery movie. We're gonna talk about the mystery of the mystery movie. Don't get mad if you
1: surprise it actually was Chris Evans. He came back.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> Spoiler, 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 mystery movie time. Okay. So the murder mystery party is supposed to be played up as Miles Braun, played by Edward Norton, who again is the Elon Musk type, gets murdered by a crossbow or whatever. And I just, I thought the scene where Daniel Craig is like, Oh, it's this, 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 and this, like, yes. immediately. They sit great. down to
1: dinner to, like, prepare for the mystery, and Daniel Craig has already solved it. Oh, that are we was, starting?
0: Are we starting right now?
1: That was, uh, he wants to win the iPad, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. was fun. I liked that.
0: Yeah. And, and Edward Norton's character, visibly mad uh, about that. Later in the evening, there's some drinks going on, and now the true mystery of this story plays out as... Uh. Dave Batista's character, who is a Joe Rogan sort of stand-in. His name is uh, Duke Cody. Yes. Cody Duke. Duke Cody. Uh, dies after drinking a glass of his drink. Uh, and we go through trying to figure out how that happened. Eventually, Janelle Monae's character gets shot. So now we have two murders. How did this all happen? Plus...
1: The mystery of how Daniel Craig was invited there in the first place. Yes,
0: everyone else got their boxes, as they were supposed to. Edward Norton pulls them aside when they get there.
1: The boxes are these invitations to a fun weekend getaway that this gang does every year.
0: Yes. When they reach the Greek island, Edward Norton pulls them aside and is like, Hey man, how are you here? I didn't send you an invitation. And he's (laughs) like, No, I have it right here, actually. And so it's like, Oh. So the mystery playing out for us, the audience, and for Miles Braun, is how did Daniel Craig get to this island? What is happening here? So there's a couple twists here. The, one of the twists being that the murder mystery party goes dud because Daniel Craig figured it out right away. Second, uh, Dave Batista dies. Mm-hmm. Third, Janelle Monet dies. Mm-hmm. And then after she's dead, we get a flashback. Yes. We, we restart the movie essentially. To give you the, the, the twist on the head of how this story is being told.
1: Yeah. I don't know if I liked that. Basically, it was like giving us all of like the the foundational information in the middle. I don't put a foundation in the middle.
0: Janelle Monae's character, she when we see her on the island, she's playing a character named Andy. Who is supposedly the co-partner, original founder of this... Tesla-esque, Amazon-esque company with Edward Norton's character. And she gets pushed out in a a, a court battle and she essentially loses all of her stake in the company. So, But she's still part of this friend group and she never shows up to these things, but she's here now. So everyone's like, why are you here? What's going on? There's clearly a lot of tension. We flash back to find out she's actually already dead. Yep. And her twin sister, who is also... (laughs) Also played by Janelle Monáe. Is like, I don't think it was a suicide. I think it was a murder. Nobody knows about it yet. I want, I think it's somebody in this group. Yes. And I have come to you, Benoit Blanc, because the, the box was delivered to her. Because everybody else at the beginning, they figure out the boxes with a series of puzzles. When you see Janelle Monae's character get it, she smashes it up with a hammer.
1: Yes. She finds Benoit through Lord Google. Google mm-hmm. says you're the best. You know what? I'm going to do this right now.
0: I'm going to Google who's the what, what did she Excuse Google? Me. World's best detective?
1: Yes. All right. so I'm curious about that. I thought that too.
0: detective. Who does Lord Google say is the world's best
1: detective? Batman. Uh, it gave me
0: some Wikipedia links. Top 10 real life detectives. 10 real life detectives. 24 most famous fictional detectives. And a Quora article of who's the greatest slash real best detective of all time and why? Um, there is no answer. This film is lies.
1: Told you it was bad.
0: <laughs> I did think that was kind of funny. Like, what? but in the in the same point, like that's the movie sort of pointing back at itself. Like, of course, there's no the world. Like, no, like on a name basis, nobody knows who the world's best detective is.
1: Yeah, there aren't like. <laughs> actual pink panthers out there right no
0: no batmans no, no pink jessica panthers. jones yeah yeah
1: yeah. i mean maybe there are there are private investigators oh, you could hire sure
0: there's probably great pis all over the place but they're you don't know them on a first name basis correct
1: you cannot find them on google they're not the
0: hardy boys like <laughs> <laughs> they're not just on a bookshelf correct uh, so you didn't you didn't like this this slip i on its
1: head. hate the oh, it's actually been the twin sister the whole time. Like, I feel like yeah. that's really lazy.
0: Because yeah. where, again, where this leads is you see now the behind the scenes of what was going on the entire first half of the movie is now seen from another perspective.
1: Yes, There. So, so Andy's sister, Helen, and Benoit's arrival, it's all arranged. It's all planned between the two of them they have ulterior motives to being there to find out who actually killed Andy. And I, I don't like, I just don't like the twin sister thing. It was kind of just like, Ugh, all right, fine.
0: It is. It can be a cheap thing for sure. Um. Yeah. I, 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 it's I, like having, I will admit that I don't love the twin sister. Gambit. Yeah.
1: It's like having like, you know a veil over everyone's eyes, you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I do like the setup though of like this is what's been happening in the background the whole time. Like it, it, you can only do it once. Yeah. Like this is a uh Prisoner of Azkaban time turner situation, right? Not the same thing because there's not like a paradox happening. No. But I but... do but it is a thing of like Contrary
1: to popular opinion, I feel like time travel plots are pretty lazy as well.
0: Yeah, it it is. It is a thing where. Yes, you've been you. This is the narrator intentionally deceiving the audience. Yeah. Generally speaking, I don't enjoy that. Yeah, because it's, as you said, a bit cheap because it's like, well, then you. the, The mystery wasn't that great on its surface. So you had to do that.
1: Quite possibly a little basic, maybe.
0: May- I, look, I, I understand what you're saying. That doesn't mean I didn't enjoy my time watching it, I, is, is the difference here. Like, there are times when this happens and it's like, okay, cool. You, w- wow, you were really smart to think of that one. But, like, I did enjoy the presentation of it. I enjoyed how it was acted out and shown on the screen. I enjoyed my time watching it because I did think there was that tension. Like, okay... You've seen all the events of the first part of the movie and you're like, wow, I, I was intrigued by the mystery up to that point. And now you've added an element of sort of a spy thriller in a way of like, you have to go around figuring out all this evidence without them figuring you out while doing sure. that. So I enjoyed that aspect of it, of, sure. of the spying around snooping aspect of things. Um, and you're right. I hadn't really considered it, but... Benoit Blanc doesn't do a whole lot of sleuthing. It's Janelle Monet's character that is out there getting the information and then bringing it back to him. And he's sort of piecing together the puzzles, not necessarily finding out the information himself.
1: Yeah, he's not detecting shit.
0: But I do. It, it's it also plays up like you said you didn't enjoy his character as much this time.
1: Yeah, I I didn't find him as engaging. I I was really enthralled with him the first one. So,
0: at the beginning, because they, they reveal in this part, too, that he sort of played up his southern hokeness for the beginning of the movie to kind of seem a little bit like a doofus. Not a complete doofus, but just this outlandish character. Yeah. Not like this sharp-minded, world's greatest detective guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he does that as a ruse to kind of lure people in and... and throw the scent off but i do think he's much sharper through the second half of the movie um, i
1: don't know i feel like i always just appreciate like a nice monologue like a very dramatic moment of explaining
0: how explaining, scarlet killed him with the yes, pipe in the room you yeah. and you
1: get that in the first one you do get that a little bit in the second one, but it's immediately, like, washed out by, like, all the antics that come after. Well,
0: sure. I, I think you get it twice. You get, you get the, the dismantling of the original, which, as you said, that's a great scene. Him saying, oh, uh, is it? Okay, well, it's the crossbow over there, yeah. and, it's, <laughs> and it was her on the magazine, and it's on your locket, and that am I right? That
1: isn't that, like, that... That drama moment. No. That one's comedy, and I did, yeah. I did like that one. But nothing beats the 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 shoelace coming undone all in one fell swoop, and everyone's like, "Because," <gasps> and it's someone you weren't expecting. Yeah, which because
0: as they find out through going through the the back channels here, every single person that's on that island has a motive to try to kill. Uh, miles Braun, because it's revealed that dave batista's glass was miles's glass so it's like oh was there poison that was meant for miles and dave batista uh cody duke drank it oh no who who is here to kill him and it's like every single person on this island had murder had motive to either kill andy or kill miles Braun, and they all had the opportunity to do so but it couldn't possibly be everybody
1: Right. Except so, it kind of is to walk through. If we just go character by character, so Leslie Odom Jr. works for the company. He's like their lead scientist, called Alpha. Yeah, he's the lead scientist. He's been hush hush about a lot of messed up shit, I'm sure. And him needing to stay in Miles's good graces is, is good for his reputation. Catherine Hahn is the governor of Connecticut. Yeah,
0: she's she's running. Campaign is Senate bankrolled or by Miles.
1: Um. Oh crap. Kate Hudson was a former model. He had a, a
0: m- massive sweatpants business that Ma- was bolstered by Elon or uh, Miles Braun.
1: And what about Dave Batista?
0: I actually forgot what his bit was.
1: He wants to be on Alpha News. Right.
0: He's like a live streamer, uh men's rights activist. You know, that that type. Um but yes, they all have some sort of connection to to Miles that, they're ba- that he's essentially bankrolling them, and why would they step out of line, and that's why they all turned on Andy when the time needed to, came to turn on her. So since they all were indebted to Miles, and since they all turned on Andy, it's assumed that somebody in that room knows that Andy shouldn't be there.
1: Yeah, so someone is now needing to take the time to go kill Helen, knowing that it's not Andy. And conveniently, at the stroke of 10 p.m., all the lights go out, everybody runs away, because they all assume that, like, Miles is now trying to kill them or something. And, uh, and Helen gets shot.
0: Helen gets shot, and when we get the behind the... Now that we've flipped it,
1: mm-hmm. we've
0: met up to the point where we all so we think oh, oh god did they just kill her twin sister too yeah oh my god come to find out she got shot in the notebook
1: another plot twisty thing oh she's dead but she's not really dead like
0: <sighs> yeah this is a ty- we can we can pin here and say this is the Ryan Johnson thing that i don't love
1: you want to expand on that?
0: Well, yes. Ryan Johnson's filmography is sort of always about subverting expectations. <laughs> and, like, one of the reasons that I didn't love The Last Jedi in the first place was you subvert expectations one too many times, and it's like, well, what the <laughs> hell am I supposed to, like, be looking for? Yeah. Exactly. Like, nothing means anything, according to you. Yeah. And so we get to here, and the first nights Out is a similar thing where it's like, Oh, it's this. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's this. So then by the time that we get to the reveal of what actually happened, it's like, well, I don't care now because (laughs) you've told me what it was six different times. This is doing that. But again, I I still felt more entertained by it, but I, I, I completely understand that this is a thing of. Yeah. She oh it's just one of those extra gambits that's been thrown and on top it's of a, this
1: thing and it's a gag like you see her initially she's got like this big red stain on her blouse and like oh you think oh for sure she's dead it's it's a step up from like a like a the ketchup it's actually Jeremy Renner's barbecue sauce
0: yeah. I think I think now that we're like doing this it's funny right because we do the initial reactions like immediately mm-hmm. uh, and that's just how I. What I said was how I felt when we saw it. But now that we're sitting here, like, pulling it apart, like, dissecting it, it's like, uh, or I, I understand, but I had a fun time. I just want everyone to know, I had a fun time. I'm just acknowledging the tropes that we're now, like, picking apart here. But, um... <laughs> I, I'm not having a crisis of conscience. I don't want to change my rating. I'm just... It was an entertaining time. But if you're somebody that gets into the weeds on this stuff, you're gonna get tripped up by... Uh, some of these twists. Um
1: from there it kind of all culminates back into the main room with all these glass fixtures as they try and sort it out as Benoit's trying to collect them and keep them all occupied while Helen goes to try and find the
0: red envelope. Trump card basically. Yeah. Red envelope that has so the the centerpiece of all this is the court case where they had to fight over the legal possession of the company was based on the idea that it was actually Andy's idea for all the stuff that this company does. And she wrote it down on a napkin at the bar that they all frequented called the glass onion. And early in the movie, when Benoit Blanc goes to uh, miles Braun's office, you see the famed napkin that's written supposedly by miles Braun at the time. You just say, Oh, that's the napkin that the whole business was got on. Turns out that's a fabricated thing. He made that after the fact. But every every button that's in that room aligned with him to say, no, he wrote it on the napkin. And Andy was like, what the? No, I wrote it on the napkin. she
1: lost her court case, got written out of the company, lost everything. Because all of her friends who were witnesses sided with the guy who was bankrolling their lifestyle.
0: And eventually she rediscovers the napkin. And she sends a note to everyone saying, guess what? I found it. And that's when she ends up being murdered. Mm-hmm. So then the, uh, Helen and Benoit Blanc deduce that someone would have brought the envelope with them to the island. So the killer of Andy is here and has the envelope. Mm-hmm. But they ransacked everybody's rooms during the, the blackout. Um, and so mm-hmm. who, where could it be? It's in the centerpiece Glass Onion. She goes up there, finds the envelope. She comes back. As Benoit Blanc is giving the big, the full explanation of, I know exactly what happened, and, and this is this is what you're saying is the big monologue that yeah. is supposed to un- unravel this onion and show yeah. us what's at the center.
1: And then he burns it. Well, yes. we find, we, he, so we find out through all of this that the killer of Andy was, in fact, Miles. Surprise. Yep, yep. The guy who wants to keep all of his money and fame and notoriety is the one that killed the one person who can fuck all that up. And as he's presented with this evidence, he burns it and then tries to pull the same shit that he did already with these people and say, oh, oh, they never saw me burn it, blah, blah, blah. And
0: the point that you make of it being, oh, obviously it was him the whole time. This is, I think, another good bit that they do put in the movie to kind of like put, I guess, in you would call this lampshading, right? Where it's like, yes, we're pointing this out, but we're making it kind of like part of the plot. Like, yes, this is a trope and we've done that. However, lampshade. This is actually fun. Being that. Benoit Blanc is like, of course, it's so he says it's so fucking stupid. It's so stupid. Of course, it's you. Of course, it's this. And how did Dave Batista die? Oh, he put pineapple. Ju- he didn't poison him. He just gave him a drop of pineapple. How stupid was I? Oh, my God. This, it's so obvious. This is dumb. It's and, and, and it's and, so and he's dumb, tra- but it's all it's it's pointing. I think it's doing two things. It's pointing at the mystery that we're talking about. And I think it's also trying because there is like a lot of subtext commentary going on here about real world stuff, because. We, yes. we, we skipped over the part where this happens during the pandemic
1: in oh, 2020,
0: yeah. and Kate Hudson's character is wearing a mask that's just like mesh. lace that yeah. mesh. But I think it's like point because uh, Edward Norton's character, Miles Braun, is the, the Elon Musk stand and using all these like big words and saying, "Oh, we're disruptors. Oh, we're abbreviating. Uh, all, all this shit that's like, it's, you're, it's like, it, it sounds smart. But it's so fucking stupid. Yeah. And of course it's stupid. You're just putting this cover on it to make it not look stupid. And I'm so stupid for not seeing that it was so simple the whole time.
1: Yeah, it was so simple. We literally glossed over the moment of saying who the killer was just now. Right. Like, (laughs) that's not dramatic at all. That's not, like, that's not anything. It's so just...
0: (sighs) I... I thought it was all weaved together very well. And I, again, I think the performances hold up this movie more than the plot. Um, but yeah, so... I, like, as soon as she pulled... She, uh, Jen, uh, Helen pulls the napkin out of the envelope, and as soon as that happened, I'm like, okay, what's going to happen to the napkin? What, what, what's going to happen? And of course, Edward Norton lights it on fire, uh, and Benoit Blanc eventually like, gives, goes to Helen and says, yeah, I can't do anything. He's right. We don't have any of the evidence. I'm just a detective. I'm not the police. I can only work with the courts. So I can't do anything but put something in her hand. You can do something about it.
1: What what did he put in her hand?
0: So part of the subplot, one of the subplots was their company creating this hydrogen fuel. Uh, But they've also discovered that this stuff, because it's hydrogen, is extremely flammable. So to use it as a power source when it's running through the pipes of people's homes can be dangerous. And so this entire compound is his like uh beta test for showing that this is workable fuel. And so Janelle Monet, after smashing all the glass sculptures in the room for, I don't know why, I don't know Too why long. she smashed everything. Too
1: long. Uh,
0: she lights the bar cart on fire and then throws the, the crystallized hydrogen and blows everything up. Yep, everything's on fire now.
1: Yep, including well, except for a securely encased painting mm-hmm. that is the Mona Le- the Mona Lisa that this guy has. On loan from the Louvre because pandemic times they didn't have cash flow, so they just let this yeah. guy have Fran, it.
0: France needed money. He bought it on a loan.
1: Uh, it has this like this like sheet of glass that pops up. Anything that happens, like if like so, if a phone goes off too loud, see or that, that's like, what a, I
0: was trying to figure out. So like when they introduce it, it's a button.
1: No, they always said that it was like sound or motion based like if something like erratic happened near they're like close enough to it that would trigger the thing to pop up the button is a release that shoots it back down again because having it protected all the time that's not very fun
0: so it was so like the phone was making it malfunction
1: yeah every single time no every single time like the phone like beeped because there's a bit where Dave Batista's phone keeps going off.
0: Because he has Google alerts the set up for everything. The thing shoots up. Yeah.
1: The thing keeps shooting up to like protect it from whatever loud disturbance. Oh,
0: that is. It sh- it's closed. I thought it was opening. No. Oh, all well, that explains a little bit of that. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah. So she there's now a race of the button. She opens the button. The Mona Lisa burns.
1: He's toast.
0: He's, he, in doing this, she has now ruined him. She has avenged her sister by ruining his, because not only, it, 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 you know, hoist him by his own petard sort of thing, where he kept talking about, he wanted to be mentioned in the same breath as the Mona Lisa. Well, now he will forever, because his science experiment burned the most famous painting in the world. Yep. And that's pretty much
1: that's it, right? pretty much it.
0: Yeah, then they just... Somehow everybody, nobody died in this explosion.
1: Yeah. It's it was just this house, very dramatic showing of fire coming out of, like, all the air vents.
0: The, the glass onion sculpture <laughs> exploded. The car, his precious car, caught on fire and fell off the roof. And somehow nobody died in this giant hydrogen bomb.
1: <laughs> yeah. Part Which, of me wonders okay. if that's intentional. Like, for the final ever knives out they'll do like knives out all stars (laughs) so they'll bring back like (laughs) some people from every movie.
0: That I guess that's kind of my question. Do you feel I felt bad for Dave Batista. I do out of everybody in the cast he's the guy that dies.
1: No, I find him annoying. I I was glad to see him go.
0: You're you've turned on Dave Batista.
1: I wouldn't say turned, no.
0: I I thought we were on Dave Batista's team this whole time.
1: No. No, I find Drax very annoying. Oh, I think Dave Batista as a person is fine. I don't love Dave Batista the actor.
0: Okay, well, but (laughs) we we learned something here. Um, Okay, so I guess yeah. I mean, everybody survives, and Venla Blanc. I don't know. I don't know how this gets explained. Police come.
1: There's also like this dude named Daryl.
0: He's just the like running gag. He's just around. I didn't
1: like that at all.
0: Yeah.
1: I didn't... I mean, I thought it was going to be Daryl.
0: Yeah. Well, because he kept like coming by like, oh, oh, don't don't look at me. Don't mind me. And I always thought... it. But again...
1: Like, see, he was... He, it would have been better if it was him and it was just an explanation of like, this guy just does Miles' bidding. Again. Wouldn't have been like great, but it would have been better.
0: Subversion. Lame. Hey. You're... Here's this guy. He's random. Well, clearly he has to do something with it. No, it's definitely not me. And ultimately, hey, it actually isn't him.
1: Pointless. Waste of time. Yeah. Like Rose Tico. Does
0: any of this change your mind about Ryan John?
1: No, I
0: do. You make does it maybe feel a little, maybe Horse? a little
1: bit, like a little bit for the better. But like, I'm not. I'll watch, like, the rest of these movies, maybe. Yeah. But, no, I don't know, not really. Yeah, I... You're biased. Well,
0: I am and I'm not. Like, I do think he, he really got, like, raked over the coals for The Last Jedi. And we certainly know some people that will... I can't even, like, slightly mention the name without... Sitting like if if I say this around some of my friends, I will just have to strap in for the next twenty minutes where <laughs> I don't get to say anything, because God forbid I actually like changed my mind a little bit. I still don't love the, mo- the 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 Last Jedi, but it's not. I I do think he got raked over the coals for it. Now on the other on the other side of it, I I don't think he has he has really tried to be like the smart ass about all this and try to like be above this and really kind of play. I'm actually very smart and this is actually a very good movie and whatever. And it's like,
1: sure, Jan. <laughs> and so
0: you see some of that in these nice out things where it's like, Oh, I have written something that's so smart. And I, you know, just look at, look at how much I'm subverting things. And it's, I can go with you. up to a point. I enjoy what you're doing up to a point. I think so. I don't know. I, I
1: think it's a thing of like, he either needs to write or direct. And if it's one, it should probably be direct.
0: Yeah, because I think he could be a
1: co-writer. He can't be writer and director.
0: I think he does get great performances out of people like I I, like just uh, again. I don't want to keep coming back to Last Jedi, but it's just it's there. Mark Hamill at the time and since said that he didn't love what Ryan Johnson did with the character in the movie, but that was the best acting I've seen Mark Hamill do that it's on screen.
1: Infinitely less whiny.
0: Right. It like he He also got aged
1: like 40 years. He like, got
0: a great performance out of him. He got great performances out of everybody in that movie. He got great performances out of uh, people in this. Like. As much as I don't love the first Knives Out. I enjoy like Chris Evans was great. Jamie the,
1: Lee Curtis was amazing. Jamie Lee Curtis movie. was
0: amazing in that movie. Yeah. Uh, like he does get great performances out of all of his actors. So I can't say he's Daniel a bad Craig. director.
1: Yeah, he just doesn't write interesting stories. I think did he write the Last Jedi too? Yeah. Okay, like that's this common denominator here. His stories are boring.
0: They're not. They are, but not like they're not plain. There is certainly stuff happening in all of them, but they again when you subvert yourself over and over and over again, you've gone. You've subverted the subversion to subvert the subversion to subvert the subversion. And now you're back at square one Okay. to be like, it's it's the Daryl character exactly, where it's like, hey, that's a smoking gun kind of guy. I'm definitely not a smoking gun. Oh, he's not a smoking gun at all. Like, is that funny? To some people, I guess. But
1: Subverting, subverting, subverting back to the most basic point is not a good story. Yeah,
0: he leads you on a winding trail, which is to like a glass
1: of milk. (laughs) Great.
0: Again, I, uh, I I wanna reiterate, I did enjoy watching the movie. I I really did. I enjoyed the performances, I thought it was a fun watch. But if we're gonna like sit here and, and dissect it a bit, yeah, I, I don't I don't think Ryan Johnson is the guy for me, but I at least as a writer, but I do think he gets great performances. And like you said, it's a pretty package. This movie looks great. Yes, it doesn't look like a generic Netflix movie. It it's got color. It's got it's it's bright. It's not dark at all. Um, the set design is incredible. Like I think th- this movie does have so much going for it, but it kind of talks itself in a knot. And yes. you know, that's I for me, the performances of the characters pave that over. But if you're going to get hung up on it, you're going to get hung up on it. And I don't blame you for it.
1: Yeah. Here's an important question. Yeah. What do you think will be the next food featured in one of these movies? Because the first one, we had a donut hole within a donut hole. (laughs) And now this one is an onion. Yeah. Maybe we'll play on the knot and it'll be a garlic knot.
0: Let's see. I was going to (laughs) say... I was going to say it can't be cake cuz we've already got an onion that has layers. And the cake is sort of like a donut already. So what can we do? I'm
1: sticking with garlic. Lasagna. <laughs>
0: steel lasagna. A crepe. A crepe. <laughs> sure. Um
1: steel lasagna. Jesus Christ, I just got.
0: That. Yeah. I, I again, I think the things I liked like my favorite sequences were um, Benoit Blanc disabling the mystery when they get there. And then I do enjoy him disabl- disabling all the fake words. Yeah. Uh, especially the thing that just threw me because I I hadn't I should know this as a geography guy. He's er, oh, like yeah. that's not in the ionic sea. That's the Aegean sea. And it's like, oh, my God, it is the
1: best part actually <laughs> for me in that context was. After Benoit's little like monologue about exposing,
0: oh yeah, Miles
1: <laughs> for being like a basically a dumbass, um, Miles then has his own moment where he uses oh like he makes up S- some circumstantial
0: BS, evidence, some
1: BS word, and it just cuts back to Daniel Craig. He's like, oh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> he just makes a big face and, yeah, like oh. Uh, very, again, very good. It, in, I want to abbreviate this moment. Let's let's Ugh. abbreviate.
1: I remember him saying that, and I was like, "What did he say?" Yeah. Never mind. Not bored Well, and
0: again, I saw that. I'm like, "Oh, that's a f- that's one of those fake, you know, smart yeah, like, smart boy words." Yeah. Like you try to make yourself smarter by making that shit up. Yeah. But I just I did enjoy him like listing it all out. Like you have done this, 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 and this. You're not that smart. Yeah. I thought that was good. All right, uh, that's uh. That's Glass Onion, a Knives Out Mystery. Wait, hold on. What just happened? Blanc, I saw you go in the engine room. You're the imposter, we all know it. Case closed. All right, that's the first of the Netflix sequels that we'll get. Interestingly, uh, I guess Ryan Johnson doesn't love the fact that they're labeling it a Knives Out mystery.
1: Oh, really? I read something about that on Twitter, but it was like a TLDR thing.
0: So me. it was a, basically it's a no, thing I where get it. the first movie is Knives Out. Yep. This is Glass Onion. If anything, and like you have to label them as some sort of sequel. I understand why the studio wants that. I don't know why they don't just call it like a Benoit Blanc mystery
1: yeah. and
0: kind of thread it along like that. Like you do the think, Hardy Boys. I
1: don't think Benoit Blanc is the. He
0: doesn't have the name recognition is, sure. Yeah. yeah,
1: Knives Out, you remember that?
0: Yeah, because that's yeah, that's the title everybody knew. Yep. So, suck it, Ryan Johnson. You're wrong <laughs> um, again. <laughs> so we're in a this, a busy stretch. Thank you for being here. Thank you for following the podcast.
1: Thank you for listening to us in any capacity. Yep. Thank you for liking or subscribing or following us.
0: Rate, review, follow, subscribe. If you
1: want to, we love feedback. We always appreciate it.
0: Um, we have already put out. We've, this is now the third movie we've seen in like five days, four days. Uh, you can catch our review on the biggest movie of the year. Avatar The Way of Water supposedly crossed a billion the little dollars tonight. Avatar.
1: Yeah. Supposedly the crossed Avatar Mermaid.
0: Supposedly crossed a billion dollars tonight.
1: Hmm.
0: So, yeah, on its I way. did
1: read that it it did well over Christmas.
0: Um, we saw another awards contender, Babylon, which we have. Listen
1: to our episode about it.
0: We certainly have thoughts. Listen to our and episode. And I would love if you heard them. Uh, and then we got Glass Onion tonight. And, um, we we have a little bit of a tied up schedule the next few days, but we're gonna keep on that awards season train. We've got Fable wins to watch. Banshees of Inish on HBO Max. Uh, Puss and Boots. You yes the. I've heard great things about Puss and Boots. I don't know why Megan. we're hearing great things about Puss. In, no, please don't. Please don't do that. Don't, don't uh, <laughs> don't validate some people's feelings about that movie. Um. Anyway, it's a busy time. Please stick with us. Follow us on Instagram.
1: A.Z underscore movie review.
0: Follow us on Twitter.
1: A underscore Z underscore movie review.
0: And we'll keep you up to date with all of our reviews, all the movie news, all the award season buzz.
1: Oh, we can go see the Winnie the Pooh horror movie.
0: That does come out soon. No, yeah. it comes
1: out in February.
0: Blood and Honey.
1: We're not going to see that. Sorry. No,
0: I, I don't know. If I need to see a bear movie with blood, Wait,
1: nope. I'm seeing nope.
0: cocaine bear.
1: On your own. Bye. I,
0: I will see it by my own. I want to see cocaine bear. No, thank you. Cocaine is the bear as honey is the food.
1: We will see you at the movies.